Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, July 6th. The January 6th committee catches a very big fish. The guy that reportedly warned that the Trump White House could be charged with every crime imaginable. CNN has learned that Trump White House counsel Pat Cipollone will cooperate with the committee's subpoena and testify under oath behind closed doors this coming Friday. Now, this is a critical witness that the committee has secured here. I mean, first, just historically, you'll all remember John Dean played an enormous role in the information he brought to bear on the Watergate investigation back in the Nixon era. This was his job, White House counsel. And it's also important to remember that White House counsel is not the president's personal attorney. It is the counsel for the presidency, for the institution. That's, that's what this role really is. Yes, it is appointed by each president. They get to pick their own White House counsel, and it therefore is a political loyalist in most cases. But it is not their job to protect legally the president personally. It is their job to protect legally the institution of the presidency. And because of that role, Pat Cipollone has been quite reluctant to participate with the January 6th inquiry. He did, back in April, reportedly meet behind closed doors for what was an informal conversation with committee staff. Here's the thing. After the explosive testimony of Cassidy Hutchinson, you remember the Mark Meadows aide last week, Pat Cipollone became a much more central figure because of uh, the portrait she created of his role in the lead up to and on the 6th of January. It is also worth noting that CNN's reporting indicates from two sources that the Cipollone interview is going to be on video and it's going to be transcribed. So even though it's not going to be live witness testimony like we saw with Hutchinson last week, it is very likely we are going to see this videotape testimony in future presentations by the committee. So why else is Cipollone such a big deal? Because many former Trump administration officials actually credit Cipollone with playing a very big role in preventing former President Trump from taking some legally questionable actions in the months after the 2020 election. Obviously, the committee will be very interested in hearing about all of those actions that Cipollone took. Now, in his previous discussion with the committee, it was structured in such a way that he walled off any testimony about conversations he had with the president, that that would be off limits and that that would be sort of part of executive privilege. So it's unclear what the parameters of this on-the-record videotape transcribed testimony will be, but clearly Cipollone is still resistant to getting into anything that borders on executive privilege. This is not somebody who is sort of like ready to completely flip on the president. And in fact, it was the subpoena that the committee issued that's compelling him to do this. As I said, Cassidy Hutchinson brought up Cipollone's name multiple times in her testimony last week. This was a very vivid picture she painted about an interaction she had with Pat Cipollone. Mr. Cipollone said something to the effect of, 
please make sure we don't go up to the Capitol, Cassidy. Keep in touch with me. We're going to get charged with every crime imaginable if we make that movement happen. In the days leading up to the 6th, we had conversations about potentially obstructing justice or defrauding the electoral count. Obviously, one thing to watch for is, does Cipollone confirm this exchange, or does he refute Hutchinson's testimony in such a way that may call some of her other recollections into question? Also, the committee has announced its next public hearing. That'll take place next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. The focus of that hearing is expected to be on domestic extremists and white national groups that were part of causing the chaos on January 6th. Committee member Congressman Adam Schiff said the panel will try to demonstrate some sort of tie between those extremist groups and people close to the Trump White House. Now, the question has been, how closely tied were those groups with the Trump White House? We've seen some documentary footage of the likes of Roger Stone in conversation with them. But Roger Stone, while certainly having a close relationship with Donald Trump, was not sort of a very insider Trump West Wing kind of presence. He was sort of an agitator from the outside. So it'll be very interesting to see if indeed the committee can draw a direct line between these white nationalist groups, these domestic terrorist groups, and Donald Trump's White House. And finally, the other development to keep watching is the intersection of how the committee's work may or may not influence Attorney General Merrick Garland's ultimate decision about whether or not to bring criminal charges against the former president. Is the committee making such an impressive case that it will force Merrick Garland's hand? Liz Cheney, the vice chair of the committee, told ABC News this week. The Justice Department doesn't have to wait for the committee to make a criminal referral. Uh, And there could be more than one criminal referral. Democrat Zoe Lofgren, another member of the committee, also made clear that she would urge the Justice Department to continue to do its work I would hope that they're not waiting for a letter from us uh, to take action. They should be working hard. They should be subpoenaing witnesses. They should be gathering evidence. And of course, we'll be, uh, you know, not stand in their way of getting information pertinent to their quest. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.